Hey everyone, I'm Kelly Mobeck, a coach and a leadership trainer, and I'm super passionate about helping you find out who you are authentically as a leader, own it, and go out and make an impact in your life and the lives of others. This world needs your leadership, your gifts, your unique brilliance, and I believe that real leaders don't wait, they create. I know firsthand that life is gonna throw us curveballs, that we're gonna doubt our greatness, our ideas, and our contributions. And my goal is that you believe in yourself beyond reason, and I get to be a coach and a champion for you each week so that you feel inspired, motivated, and most important, in action toward your unique impact in this world. So let's jump in. Hi there, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. This is Coach Kelly, and it is February. Still, we are in the second week of February and moving into being about halfway to two-thirds being done of the quarter. All you math wizards, go ahead and figure that one out. Here we go. So during our two-day immersion and lift, which you have heard me talk about, and I'm still like just flying high from the results these incredible leaders are creating for themselves. During our two-day immersion, we talked about what it means as leaders to play a bigger game in life, personally and professionally. And one of the key pieces is that you must invest mind, body, and spirit. You've got to invest in yourself, mind, body, and spirit when you're playing a bigger game in life. Because if we're not taking care of ourselves and making us a priority in the bigger game, how can we give back to others? We can for a little while. However, burnout is certainly sure to set in. True story. So there are so many components to investing in ourselves, and I literally cannot wait another second to dive in to this topic with all of you. On today's episode, we have a wonderful guest I am so excited about, and we are going to be talking about investing in yourself. It's a non-negotiable. So Today's guest has served in senior management roles in marketing for two television networks, teaches a course at Loyola Marymount University's School of Film and Television here in Los Angeles, and is the founder of his own consulting firm specializing in marketing and communications, SD Creative Consulting. You'll want to write that down. SD Creative Consulting. We have worked together for years helping each other out, and his knowledge of audio and video production has proved to be invaluable to me in creating this podcast. So without further ado, I want to please welcome my friend and expert in all things, Steve Domeyer. Hi, Steve. Welcome to the podcast. How are you today? I'm doing terrific, Kelly. Thanks so much for asking. I am so glad to be on your podcast. I've really been so impressed with your terrific guests. I have learned so much over the past few weeks uh, and months. And, and obviously, this is the perfect medium for you to be sharing your incredible gifts with a, a larger audience. Thank you so much for that. I'll tell you all a little secret. So I had been thinking about a podcast for years and years, and Steve is the one that pushed me off 
the skinny limb. The reason that we have a podcast today is directly related to Steve. <laughs> I, I just, I remember it. It's like, write a book or talk. And I'm like, I'll, I'll talk, please. And he's like, great, you're going to do a podcast. I'm like, what? <laughs> You're too talented to keep your gifts just to individual clients. You need to be sharing your gifts with everyone. So a wider forum is is exactly what's right for you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I I cannot thank you for pushing me off the skinny limb. I can't thank you enough because it certainly is a blast. And I am so excited that we get you here today to share all of your amazing wisdom. So... Steve, before we dive into our topic, can you give our listeners a little bit about your background? Sure. I, I grew up in LA, not quite a native, but almost, uh, and went to school locally. I went to school at Loyola Marymount University and majored in television, which is ironically where I'm teaching now as well. I was a page at NBC and then got a job as a producer at NBC, working in on-air promotion. And that's the that's the commercials for TV shows. I had no idea such a thing existed, but I, I did that for five years at NBC and then went over to work at the Disney Channel and was producing short-form programming for them and worked with a lot of terrific people and got to travel and uh, and direct, direct and produce materials. And then uh, in 1995, a couple of my former co-workers I had known at NBC, they had gone off and started the Fox Network. Well, they had left Fox and said, we're going to start a new network, the WB Television Network. And Steve, would you please come be the head of on-air promotion for it? And I said, sure. So we ended up uh, staffing, building a, you know, hiring lots of people and, and building a, an entire department. And uh, I did that for three years and then segued into a different division of the WB where I again had to build another whole team and hire a bunch of people and, and, and lead them. And then the uh, CW network arose from the ashes of the WB and I worked at the CW until 2015, which is when I established my own consulting firm to help businesses and individuals tell their stories better. Uh, what I do now is uh, my my goal, my overarching goal is to help people unlock the incredible value that's hidden away in our society. And I do that because a lot of people don't know how to tell their own stories. They don't, people don't know how to sell themselves, to talk about themselves and tell their stories. So that's what I do. I, I'm, I'm really thrilled about being able to do that. Many of my clients are women. They're not, they've been trained over the years not to toot their own horn. So I show them how to do that <laughs> and in a way uh, that where they're not blowing it. So that's what I'm doing now. And it's very gratifying work. Absolutely. It's amazing work that you do. And I love that you do get to focus with women because it's true. I think we don't often know how to toot our own horn or it feels sort of self-serving, if you will. And so I love that you help women build that confidence to be able to go out and tell their stories, tell them authentically, and really be able to get themselves out, pitch themselves, and and be mm-hmm. out there in the mm-hmm. world with their voice. You are amplifying voices. Yes, you are. I and sometimes I, I push people to start their own podcasts. Uh, you do that too. <laughs> you do that too. There's always going to be something magical unlocked when you are having a conversation conversation with Steve Delmeyer. Period. Mm. Done. That's true. (laughs) That is true. Literally, some of my favorite conversations happen when I'm on the phone with you. So we do uh, learn a lot together. That's for sure. We do. So one of our past guests, Kit Cole, who was on episode 37, which was do the thing anyway, she talked about the value of teams and not doing it alone. I'm curious what your take is on that. 
That was one of my favorite episodes. Kit was terrific. And I completely agree that we can't do it by ourselves. You need to have your cohort around you. You need to have your team. You need to have your support group. You need to bring in the experts. You need to get it done. I mean, you we can't be good in everything. Someone's, you know, really skilled in one area and not another. My wife was uh, a long time ago when our children were small, she had team teaching with another, with another um, teacher. And my wife is amazing in music, but not good in art. And uh, (laughs) so the other teacher was great in art, not that good in music. So they shared a job and would teach uh, two days a week and alternate Wednesdays. So the students got the best of two teachers, which is phenomenal. That's a much better way to do it. And then, of course, in high school, you don't have one teacher teaching all the subjects. You have the specialists. So when we get into the real world and in our lives, why do we try and do everything ourselves? I mean... That, that American mindset of rugged individualism is terrific, but, you know, it, it wasn't the, the uh, railroad barons that built the railroads. It was the hundreds of Chinese and uh, Native American and all the other laborers that came in there to build the railroads. So you need a team to get big things done. It's really, really crucial. Absolutely. Absolutely. And there is definitely such a thing about, I got to do it all. I got to do it all. I got to do it all. I know myself, I experienced that. And as, as we're growing, I am really looking at where to expand the team because we talked about this in Lyft also is that as leaders, every leader knows when I have a vision, I, I'm not going to build that myself. I've got to be able to enroll allies and ask for help and invest in that so that I can build the thing, whatever the thing is for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, there's Kelly, there's the often told story about the mother and her little boy where the mother says to the little boy, I want you to move that stone, the heavy stone. And the little boy goes, okay, and he tries to to pick it up and he tries to lift it. How's that for a tie-in? And he can't, and he struggles with it. And she goes, you know, use all your strength. And he's, that stone is just too heavy for him. He can't try. And three or four times he tries to lift it and he can't do it. And the mother says, use all your strength. And the boy said, I am, I'm using all my strength. And she says to him, no, you're not. Ask me to help you. And he says, will you help me? And she says, yes. And together, the two of them can lift the heavy stone. So that's what we need to keep in mind. We're not meant to be, to do this all by ourselves. We need to get the help of our team. We need to bring people around us. So that's why it really resonated with me when uh, Kit was talking about having a team. It's crucial. Get those people in there who can help you, who are the experts uh, it, no matter what the no matter what the goal is you're trying to get done. Absolutely. 100% agree, agree. Plus it's more fun. Oftentimes I find, I think sometimes what stops people in expanding and growing a team is we make up that it's going to take too much time to get people on board. Are they going to do it the right way? Are they going to do it my way? And I could go on and on. All of that leads to control. Just saying. <laughs> and <laughs> just saying. And, and, you know, and as I, the longer I live, the more I realize there are people who do things a lot better than I do. I mean, mm-hmm. I, when we were first homeowners, we did all the painting in our house ourselves. And because I had painted as a kid, then I got to the point where I was hiring someone to paint and goodness gracious, they were so much better than me. They were, they took so much care. They were cleaner. It's like, oh my God. So I don't paint anymore. I'll, I'll hire someone to do that for me. Yes, absolutely. I find too, when we ask for help and we let go 
of what we think we know or we let go of this is the way it's supposed to be done, oftentimes we find, oh my gosh, there's a better way to do it. What? What? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (sighs) And it is such a relief (laughs) when we get new information on how to do things better. We don't have all the answers, and that's why it's important to talk to other people and see what their life experiences are like. Uh, when we were remodeling our house, we talked to all sorts of people. Yeah, we we hired a, a designer and an architect to give us her advice, but we also talked to neighbors and brought people over and, and took good ideas, and you end up with a better product that way. So you get the wisdom of a bunch of people. And you know, when it comes to individuals and the, the clients I work with, I always ask them, you know, are you taking the necessary necessary steps to grow? as a person and improve yourself you know, or your business? Are you, are you getting the necessary help you need? And that's something I would ask all of your listeners to think about too. Are you trying to do it all yourself or are you bringing in the, 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 the pros, the people who can help you achieve your goals? Such a great question. What are some of the answers you usually hear when you're asking people that? A lot of, most of my clients, I mean, when they come to me, they realize they need help. So it's kind of, it's kind of easy that way. Mm -hmm. Uh, So they know what they can't do. And the ones that I end up working with are the ones who realize they need help and are anxious for it. It's kind of like the class I teach at, at LMU. It's it's not a required course. It's an elective. So I'm in an, an advantage there because people want to take the course. Mm. And they're not forced to take it. And so that's nice. And my clients are the same way. I don't, I don't work with anyone who doesn't realize the value that I'm going to be able to provide to them. And so that's half the battle right there. I don't want to have to work to convince you that that uh, what I'm going to do for you is going to be helpful. And I think that's true for, for most people. If, if you're going to hire an expert to do something, trust that, they, that you've done your research, they're going to do a good job for you. And, and you know, it's kind of like there's several areas of, in, of investment that I was sort of thinking about, wanted to share with your listeners today. I mean, the education, health and fitness, mental health, spirituality and, and friendships. In, in, in education, I mean, you know, we want to make sure we're investing in ourselves. Look, we, we all went to school and probably our education did not end once we graduated. I mm-hmm. mean, I, I'm a strong believer in reading every day, trying to get as much input as possible. Um, a lot of people, look, you, you, some people went to private schools and some take out loans to go to college. You're investing in yourself to education. Why? You know it's going to have a long-term benefit for you. And then, and then uh, just just skills that uh, that you want to develop over over time. That's that's important too. And and health and fitness. All these things are, are areas where you want to invest to get better. If you want to practice a musical instrument, or or learn learn some other skill, a hobby or something, you get out in the golf course and practice that swing. You've got to invest in it. I mean, you're going to be self taught, or you're going to hire a golf pro to help you. That that's important. And when it comes to to fitness and and health, including food. You know, a lot of times it's great to read stuff yourself, but sometimes, you know, sometimes in the gym, you need to hire a, a fitness a trainer, you know, someone who's going to work out with you. And, uh, you know, you want to make sure that you're, you're investing in, in yourself and mentally as well, that you're, you're able to have that peace of mind. If you're a religious person, that you're, you're, you know, engaging your, your religious beliefs or meditating. If you're not a, a religious person or just some sort of expression of your spirituality, all this is important. And of course, I think as we've discovered in the last year, relationships are so important with this pandemic and the quarantining. We see that, you know, relationships are crucial. We don't get to be with friends as much as possible, but we've been closer to families. And so 
you know, you invest in that as well. You invest in those relationships and spend time listening to your loved ones and and doing activities with them. I think it's really, really crucial. Absolutely. Absolutely. In fact, last week's episode where we talk about designing harmony, there's no such thing as balance, designing harmony in our life. We talk about what are the what are what are our priorities? We've got to look at what are our priorities first before we can even begin to set up boundaries and have our life work for us in the way that we want to work. And every one of these is part of those priorities. So I love that you're <laughs> bringing that up again. And the other thing I thought was so cool, and I saw I saw this a lot, especially during during this pandemic, where people are learning something new. And I think that investing in learning something new, in whether it's education, whether it's learning to bake, whether it's learning to paint, or perhaps to, I had another one in my mind and it just went, boop, it just went out. Um, oh, instrument. You said learning a new instrument. Yeah. I saw that a lot in the last year. And what is so fascinating about that is when you go to take that on, you're expanding your own horizons, you're stretching out of the comfort zone, and literally there is something about it that lights you up. It just lights you up. I I, I don't I'm, I don't know exactly what it is. I, Steve, do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I think it's crucial to to become a lifelong learner. And yep. in fact, I was just reading an article in the New Yorker. There's been several books written. Tom Vanderbilt, the guy who wrote the terrific book on traffic, has got a new book out, which I don't know the title of right handy here, but he talks about learning new things, being a beginner. Most mm-hmm. of us don't have that beginner mindset anymore because mm-hmm. as we learn something new, we go, oh, okay, if I'm good at it, you continue doing it. And if you're not good at it, you quit it. Absolutely, and it yeah. talks about the value of being a beginner, having mm-hmm. that beginner's mindset. And um and and I'll tie that into a, a, a another book from one of my favorite authors, Adam Grant, yes. uh, the, author, the author of Give and Take. He's yep. got a new book called Think Again. Mm-hmm. And I love this notion of rather than just t- taking your, your gut reaction, your first instinct on something, to stop and think again. Is this the right thing to do? And 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 it, you know, it, I think it's good to to kind of put yourself in that beginner's mindset, and and try and experience things. In, in a different fashion, you know, especially those of us who are old, we've been doing things for a certain time, for a long time, and and we have that pattern recognition. Oh, if this happens, then I do that, and that's that's all very well and good, and it's it's uh, you know it, it it kind of leads to our expression of our experience, but it's also good to go. Wait a minute, let me rethink this thing I've I've had before. Maybe I could try something in a different way. One of the the exercises I've I've done uh, when giving presentations to groups is I bring out a shoe, and I I'm, if I'm going to teach a, a class uh, on on how to do something different, I said, "What if I taught you a, a new way to tie your shoes? It's something you've been doing all your life. You think you know it's great, but what if I showed you a better way? Would that would that be worthwhile?" And I have a shoe, and I show them. There's a simple trick which I can't tell demonstrate because it's a podcast, but it's a simple trick in tying your shoe just by looping around one more time. And the shoe doesn't come untied. It's not double knotting. You can untie it whenever you want to, but it doesn't come untied. It's one of the best things I've ever learned. And the following time I come back to, if I'm doing a multi-week thing with with, um, a a group, they see that there was an amazing trick that worked phenomenally. It's like, yeah, something you've done all your life, there might be a better way to do it. 
So why not listen to an expert and 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 find somebody who's going to help you get it even do something even better. So I I think it's really important to find out who the experts are and then hire them. Get them on your team. Bring them into your your sphere so you can grow and and be all that you can be. Oh, I just use the army uh, slogan there. You want to you want to reach your goals and unlock that potential and and not let yourself be constrained by what you've always done in the past. Yes, I love that so much and you must show me how to tie my shoe differently. I wrote that down. You can expect me to be following up with you on that. That's amazing. <laughs> there are two things that that's, I always show my class that, and I show them about how to peel a banana. Because Come on. I, for the stupidest way, I don't know why I didn't know this. The way to peel a banana, you know, most of us you know, at the top, we kind of take the stem thing and kind of, and they kind of bend it and break it. Yeah. The way to peel a banana is from the bottom. What? Watch a monkey. Watch a monkey peel a banana. They take the bottom part where that black thing is. You yeah. just pinch that, peel it off, and it, it's it unpeels every time. Super easy. Okay. So, okay. so this is the you value. Know- I, I I tell my students. I tell my presentation. If you get nothing else out of that, I touch, <laughs> tie your shoes and peel a banana. So there's there's value it is, there. It's worth it's worth every penny. It's worth every penny. That's amazing. And I think the other thing that I love that you keep saying is find the experts, find the people that can come in and do this with you and for you. And one of the things I know as a coach, and and I'll hear this oftentimes from clients is, you know, we don't know what we don't know. We don't actually see ourselves and we don't actually hear ourselves when we're talking and doing things. And so having somebody like a personal trainer can see the way your form is when you're doing certain exercises would be able to give you the example of, are you going to hurt yourself or are you going to have this exercise work for you and with you? And the same thing with a coach. I know when I'm working with clients, I'm able to hear exactly where they are in the matter of what they want and can put that back in front of them. Or I can see where certain patterns are showing up and be able to put that back in front of them. And so I think that it's so important to get help, especially when we are working on mastering, scaling, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. learning something new. To me, it's a non-negotiable. We've got to get help. And and it makes sense. I, the, the personal trainer analogy is really valuable too, because that's somebody who's going to watch your form that you can't necessarily do. And you can do it in a mirror, but th- th- again, they're the expert who knows how your body needs to be aligned and what exercises to do for what. So right. everyone I know who's ever had a personal trainer says this has been a huge, huge improvement. Um, and, and And again, people think, oh, it's kind of expensive to do that. I, I always want to caution people to keep in mind cost versus value. Oh, I love what's, this. What's yep. the ROI on, on something? You know, what could it possibly be? Am I going to spend hundreds of dollars to hire this expert for something? Well, if that helps you get to where you need to be, that's worth thousands of dollars or, or vice versa. Uh, so, you know, you have to think of the long-term stuff and not the short-term, how much did this cost per hour or whatever it is. What's the end result going to be if it helps me get a better job or be more successful in this? And, and I think everybody needs a coach. I think that's so crucial to have somebody else who's an accountability partner or or someone who 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 knows what people face and can give you that advice. Who's a, a an independent, impartial person who's a good listener and uh, mm-hmm. who has experience in in recommending people. And that's one of the reasons why. I treasure that our our friendship and collaboration has been very helpful to me. Mm. 
Ditto that. Ditto that. Absolutely. We, Steve and I talk every other Tuesday, and it's like if it's like the everything's on fire because we're like, <laughs> what's happening? You know, this week it's been invaluable for well, sure. And again, we have skills that balance each other out. I mean, mm-hmm. just in terms of, of of my upbringing and what I studied in school was different than what you did, mm-hmm. and so it's nice to do that. I don't need to. Uh, have a, a, a call every two weeks with someone else who's in television or radio production that, that doesn't do me any good. That I mm-hmm. know, but but someone who's got your background, that's meaningful and helpful to me. Yep, I agree. Agree. This is this is why we have our partnership. I'll say that a hundred percent. I love also when you were talking about distinguishing between cost and value, and really discerning what the value is for yourself so that mm-hmm. you can invest. And the thing about the thing about investing is you've got to have skin in the game. Yeah. I find that when people it, it, it's and by the way, you can ask for help and you can accept help that you're not paying for. Th- that I'm not saying that we can't do mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. I I think that what we forget is the value of investing Putting skin in the game with our time, our money, and our energy is literally going to generate even more value. It is so, so crucial when we're taking on something new or we're, again, mastering or we're scaling or whatever that is. You know, when you put that in and your skin's in the game, the more apt you are to keep going, keep going, yeah, keep going. Kelly, I, like, I like that a lot. And, I, and I'm always reminded, I love the phrase skin in the game. And mm-hmm. um, honestly, I, I have my, my clients pay me in advance Mm-hmm. Because that way they're committed, they're in it, they're going to do it, yes. and and then and then I make sure they write a recommendation for me afterwards, so that that's skin in the game for me. I want to make sure that they're delighted with what I've done for them. So I, if there's a recommendation coming, I want it to be a glowing one, and uh, and that's what I have on my LinkedIn profile is recommendations from people because I I want them to be delighted in what I did for them, and I want to make sure I provided way more value than than what they were paying. So that that's crucial to me. And you know. I was reminded, um, Ramit Sethi is an author who wrote the book, I Will Teach You To Be Rich, which is really terrific. And he's got a a saying that he does not restrict himself in investing in his education. If there's a book he's interested in, he doesn't think twice about buying it. 20 bucks, 25 bucks, buy the book. Get it, get Mm -hmm. it, get it. Why? Because if there's just one thing in that book that's of value, then that $20 investment was nothing. Right. Mm-hmm. So when you think about the cost and versus the value, a lot of times we don't we don't make those right decisions. A lot of times we think, oh, I don't want to spend this. Mm-hmm. But good gravy, uh, especially the younger you are, the more you invest in yourself, the longer that payoff is going to be. You're going to mm-hmm. reap the benefits of that investment for years and years mm-hmm. to come. Mm-hmm. I agree, hundred percent, absolutely. Absolutely. Just so you guys know, I will make sure I've been taking mad notes while I'm listening to Steve that that the authors that he's talking about and their books, we'll put those in the show notes so you guys can have access to them. Steve always has so much, so many resources, which I love. So I've been taking mad notes. You guys will all all have them in the show notes. So Steve, I have a couple more questions for you. Are you are you down for talking about totally. a couple more things? You bet. Okay, great, great. I've loved so much the information in investing in yourself. It's just been so, so impactful. And I'm curious, what would you tell your younger self starting out? 
I, I think I would tell myself it's always important to be kind. Mm-hmm. I think as an extremely competitive person, I think I wanted to succeed and please and do well. And I don't know if I was always as kind as I could have been along the way. Mm-hmm. And then I, and I think also I'd be less defensive. There were times when people would challenge me or say something on that and I would get defensive and, and kind of, you know, close in and, or fight back. It's like, wait a minute. Don't take it personally. Is there value in this? So I've kind of done a 180 when it comes to that over over my life. Now, when I teach my class, I invite the students halfway through the semester to say, "What are you, what am I doing that you like, and and what 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 am I doing that you don't like? What could be better?" So I'm since I have thin skin, I'm very sensitive. I actively seek it out. Mm-hmm. And and here's another book for you, Ray Dalio's book, Principles taught me that. So that was a good investment there to know that you need to have radical transparency and be able to seek out criticism so that you go, oh, this is going to make me better. Mm-hmm. Um, it's that That's a crucial thing to do. So I think, you know, I, being kinder and being more open to to uh, criticism of others and and to kind of ignore the way it's being presented and think of what the substance behind it is would would be really important. I, I think that's the major thing. Um, and then, of course, the one thing I regret is not having a coach sooner in my life. Uh, I, I, I was too focused on doing my immediate job and was not thinking about my career enough. Believe me, I did fine, but I think I could have achieved even more had I had guidance along the way. So I guess I'm making up for it now by saying I should have hired someone earlier on in my career to be my coach. Well, you heard it there first. Get a coach, get a coach, get a coach. I love that term, radical transparency. I wrote that down too. That's amazing. And I do think it's so important to seek out, I call it feedback. That's what I Mm -hmm. call it, feedback. And what was working, what was not working. Take it all in because it's just information and it's such a gift. And it's where we can make shifts, make things better, keep producing, all those things. So I love that. I wrote down radical transparency. It's going to go up on a note card on my board of all the things I want to remind myself, radical transparency. And and I know not everyone are are, are diehard readers as I am. And Ray Dalio has terrific animations that are available on YouTube based on his book, Principles. I can't recommend that book highly enough uh, just in terms of, I mean, he's the hedge fund manager who's made millions of dollars and and yet realizes that there are better ways to do things. So mm-hmm. um, it's, mm-hmm. it's, if, if you're not a reader, you can watch a cartoon, I think. Hey, I love that. You can watch a cartoon. That's awesome. Well, I think too, as a leader, radical transparency is just super important. That's going to be another episode. I'm going to invite Steve back. We're going to talk about radical transparency. I have a feeling (laughs) that's amazing. And yes, please be kind, be kind to yourself and be kind to others. I love that message so much. Do you have any other message or messages for our listeners today? Yeah, I think my overall thing today was don't try and do everything yourself. Yeah. Get get the help you need. Mm-hmm. Uh, ask someone to help you so you can lift that heavy rock. That's that's really important. Uh, and that's it's going to be easier for you. And quite frankly, it's, it's better for the other person too. I mean, we all know, I'll just do it myself. Well, allowing someone to help you is a gift you're giving as well. That's, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I know people who are very good at about giving gifts, but they're not very good about receiving them. Mm-hmm. Having the the grace to receive a gift properly is really important, and I and I think that we need to develop that. Make sure that we're 
as you know, they say it's better to give than to receive, but being a, a gracious receiver is important too. So mm-hmm. don't, don't, don't do everything yourself. It's, this is a team sport. We're not, we're not uh, in this all by ourselves. Mm-hmm. Wow. That is beautiful. We, we're the we. I love that. Beautiful, mm-hmm. Steve. I, hey. I, it's, you know, Kelly, it's funny. I, there are people who think it's, there's, there's two sides. There's every man for themselves and they're, we're all in this together. And I'm definitely in the, we're all in this together side. Let's just yes. work as a team and get it done. It's not, it's not a solo act. Yes. I, I, subs- I subscribe to that as well. Thank you. Thank you very much. Very cool. Steve, amazing. Amazing. I, I love this whole topic of investing in yourself. I love get help get help. It's okay to get help. Please get some help. And I just love all the messages you have for our listeners. How can our listeners get in touch with you? Well, as a marketing person, I realize that creating your brand is really important. So my website is stevedomeyer.com. Brilliant. (laughs) It's Domeyer is spelled Mm D-O-M-I-E-R. And of course, via email, it's steve at stevedomeyer.com. So it's just very simple, trying to keep it easy that way. On Facebook, I'm at SD Creative Consulting. So that's S as in Sam and D as in David, or S as in Steve and D as in Domeyer. Fantastic. And I will put all of Steve's information in the show notes as well. You will be able to find him on my website too. Steve, thank you so much for being here today and having such a fun and lively and important conversation about the importance of investing in yourself. It is, it's been tremendous and as always so much fun to be with you. I can't thank you enough. Kelly, it is always a delight to talk to you and especially uh, in in this manner where you are just killing it, girl. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. And congratulations to you on all that you've achieved. I am so grateful that we have Steve out there to help us really tell our story and to be able to toot our horn and have radical transparency. I'm going to just like, Steve, just know that's coming up on our next call. Just so you know, radical (laughs) transparency. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here today. You are amazing. And I could listen to you all day long. So thank you. All right. Remember, we have a choice to lead our life or follow our circumstances. Life is about knowing your passions, your purpose, values, and creating an impact in your life and the life of others. And who emerges from taking the lead in their lives? Well, they're going to be authentic, vulnerable, courageous, and investing in themselves, getting help. Yes, please. And when they do that, they're going to be taking the lead in tremendous ways. Remember, we get to trust that more will be revealed as we move forward. So remember, take a pause, let go of worry, let go of doubt, and live fully the best version of yourselves. Thank you so much for listening today. For more resources, and if you have any questions or topics you want to address, please visit me at kellyjmobeck.com. Also, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast and share this with the people in your life so we can take the lead together. Have a great week ahead, and if it's not shaping up the way you want it to, take the lead and create a fantastic one. I'll talk with you next week. 
Thanks for listening to another episode of Let's Be Honest Before We Start Pretending. For more resources on taking the lead in your life, head over to kellyjmobeck.com and connect with me on Instagram at Coach Kelly Mobeck. If this episode was helpful for you, please feel free to share it with friends, rate and review it on iTunes. That's Apple Podcasts now. And at any time, feel free to connect with me and let me know what you want to hear next or what you're working on. I'm happy to help. Thanks again for listening. And here's to you taking the lead in your life.